0: episode marks the end of an exciting journey on Design Grid. 10 episodes and we've had some great brands and amazing individuals talk us through their experience. Our audience space has been growing every single day, thanks to you guys. I couldn't think of a better brand and a more experienced individual to end this season. We're talking to the Head of Product of Paytm. In 2008, Paytm launched as a payments and DTH recharge service. In 2014, they launched their Payments Gateway. And in 2017, they became the first payments app to cross 100 million downloads in India. Well, that's an amazing feat for a startup in India. Now that's a journey that everyone wants to dig into. And today we're talking to someone who stayed with Paytm since its inception. Raoul Seni has been involved in creating and designing the product for a very, very diverse market like India. Fintech's is not an easy space in India. And what Paytm has been able to achieve by penetrating through the masses across the country is remarkable. Today's episode dives into Rahul's journey as an insider at Paytm. You'll see a lot of humor and a lot of humility through his experience. Well, there's one thing he told me. He said, don't think of it as an interview or even a podcast. Let's just have a conversation. And that's exactly what we're having today with him. Right from his experience of being a product designer to heading the product design for Paytm. And his understanding of nuances in product design are, is what today's episode is all about. Well, by the end of it, you're going to be noting down so much. So here's Rahul Seni, head of product at Paytm on Design Grid. When I when I usually talk to people with a lot of experience, uh, there's a sense of an overwhelming aura, right? Uh, I think with you, it's it's becoming so much more free flowing. It's becoming more casual. I don't know whether you're putting in an effort to make me comfortable, or is it just happening with the, with the energy that you're giving off? Is is that something that you've learned over a period of time?
1: So it's just how I am. I'm not really that kind of person who you know puts to that spot. Uh, so uh, I, I kind of get very casual with people, and I tend to you know keep my conversations casual as well. And even in serious discussions, I'm usually very, you know I'm always laughing. I'm you know always smiling. You've always you never see me serious about anything. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Even if I'm getting scolded by someone,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Try yeah, yeah.
0: Does the does the weight of this experience, or 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 the kind of uh, profile you hold within within say PTM, does that ever get to you in terms of how what kind of a demeanor should you have in front of
1: people? Not really. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't put that kind of uh, alternate face. Sure, sure. kind of reality in front of people i tend to be or rather our, our culture that way is you know built up like that i would say that is for yeah. me to be uh you know this kind of uh have this kind of personality so yeah it's kind of built up over the years right i right. think most of my uh, more than 50 percent of my you know career has been in So i would say it's most so of the paytm culture that's it that I'm yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: it's infectious in a way in that sense
1: it's definitely oh you should have seen i mean. I mean, I'm sure you'd have seen uh, Vijay also talk about I have, story. I have, I have. Kind of, uh, you know, I've kind of uh, pulled it off in that way. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> That's weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go back in time a little bit. Uh, you are one of those uh, pedigrees of product designers who's, who's gotten into this field through experience rather than academia right uh and back in the early 2000s i don't think product design or product management as a field even existed uh as as vocally or as compartmentalized as it is today so what is it that pushed you in this direction to even make a choice uh make a career choice in this direction
1: you'll be surprised to know that uh so so first of all let me just take you back in 2000 so uh Before 2000, I used to be a programmer. Yeah. Recording C++ and BC++ and all these languages. Uh, Around 2000, you know, I realized that uh, there's something called design. And I I kind of uh, saw this software called Photoshop. Yeah. I was like, what people can do with it? And those days, you know, people will morph photographs of one person on top of the other person, that kind of thing. So I kind of really had fun with it that way. And I quickly grasped onto it and this is something that's interesting. I kind of liked it. So I, you know, dirtied my hands on uh, Photoshop and Illustrator and all these things. And I realized that this is a great uh, way to express, you know, what you do. Sure. You feel kind of thing.
0: Or make fun of people around.
1: Make fun of people that way. Also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I kind of uh, started, you know, learning about uh, design via software that way yeah but then uh, but then, what happened was uh, I wanted to go deeper into it, and I said, You know what are the fields which I can really get into and those days, you know, there was a web which was there, and uh, there was something called Flash, which had come out, and people were really dumb about flash say ye kar ho, flash say ho kar and all that yes yeah. yes, so I quickly picked up flash and I learned ActionScript, and I started making in interactions and prototypes and all those things like that, uh, but mainly for the web and uh uh, but I want to learn design. I want to know what design is about. So uh, I went to, you know, a few friends of mine. They said, you know, the best way to learn is to get, get into a job. Wow. I, yeah, I said, I'm a technology guy. So nobody's doing me design work. Do. So I kind of dirtied my hands a little bit and made a kind of very rough portfolio. And I ended up for an interview at SSC Lintas, you know, the agency, advertising agency. Yeah. Uh, believe me or not, I got the job like within one interview. Very yeah, nice. Uh, the job. Even the guy says, "Join me from Monday." Everybody. Yeah, and I did. You know, working there, and kind of learned on the job. And great mentors I actually had initially, who really taught me about design. So my mentor in uh, SSCMB used to be the guy from uh, Delhi College of Art, who taught me a certain style of design. And uh, you know, from that's then, the theoretical design you're talking about. It's practical, you know. I it was, I was, it's on the job design. I was learning on the job. So he yeah. used to make me do things and he used to teach me why you should not do it like this or, you know, what is the better way of doing it? But then it was all about getting your hands dirty as well at the same time. Yeah. Not just yeah. learning through books and all that. Yeah. So he used to pick up books, I used to read books at the same time. But then uh, getting the hands dirty was much more, you know, fun to do you know just like, yeah. like to do it and my first project was a hero you book know, bike uh, you know ad which i did for malaika or i was there <laughs> okay that was the fun part you know you get to work with all these things yeah <clears throat> all these models and all at the same time so i kind of worked on that project for the first time and uh when i was doing that i was very you know involved in uh, learning technology at the same time about what's new what's happening and flash at the same time i was picking like i said so flash was fun, and uh, from there actually I learned about a startup which was happening, and they wanted to do something on the web and mobile way in two thousand. So and uh, the mobile was fairly new that time. It used to used to get black and white screens, and used to get those matrix phones. You know that used to open up social. Yes, phones. yes.
0: Thought,
1: oh, this is fun. Can I do something like matrix on it? You know those kind of fun stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of jumped into the startup within three months of joining Lintas. I quit Lintas and I joined. Uh, uh, this we wow. Okay. Uh, they were building stuff on mobile day one, and they were working on web technology, and they were working on. So that was something which was fairly new in terms of mobile interface for us. That was the first time I came to know that there's something called a mobile interface also, which was not very popular. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you said, you know, product management, product design did not exist. So my designation. And I think
0: <laughs> back then it would have been flat lays, 2D's, black and white, more more essentially.
1: sorry it was WBMPs we used to work upon. Yeah. So animated GIFs. We used to, you know, code the GIFs basically in a way, put timers and those to, to animate on the phone. So, uh, so you know, uh, yeah. So I picked up from there. I got into this mobile tech thing from there. That's how I kind of uh, got my hands on into mobile way early, way early than a lot of people would have done in their life. And uh, so they were building stuff on web. They were building stuff on the web. And uh, uh, I took Flash also onto the mobile that time. And so I kind of worked out my way, you know, from there, started learning about design, especially mobile design, human interaction design, all those things, you know, came uh, way too early for me that time. So I kind of did that, then, you know, uh, left from there, joined another startup in Singapore, left from there, came back, uh, did my own startup, uh, worked for a few clients, you know, like... uh, Did your
0: own startup, this
1: is interesting. So yeah, that's around uh, uh, 2005. Uh, did a startup on uh, mobile uh, back technology and uh, we used to run uh, vast services for telecom operators. But before that, there was a time when I had my own studio also in which I uh, you know, I worked for a few clients like Tarantayalani, uh, Tupperware, uh, Fab India. United. Wow, that yeah. early in? Yeah, so <laughs> it was very early in my career, but uh, luckily I had a good portfolio to show to them. So all thanks to my you know, great mentors who I had in, li- in my life earlier. Sure. So my second mentor, by the way, was a person from NID, and uh, she was she had her own design studio. That's where I learned about something called a design studio, also. Studio, yeah. So I started working yeah. in the studio. I you know, gained a lot of knowledge from there. And from there, I did my own startup. Then, you know, failed, built another startup, did pretty okay, then shut it down. Then, finally, one of the startups got acquired by uh, 197 Communications, which is the parent company of Paytm. Yeah. And I worked <coughs> uh, In Paytm, my role was to actually build the whole design system, the whole design team, not the system, the whole design team, and so the whole process for initiating products now. So, till that time, 197 was purely voice based services. So, we were doing vast services for telecom operators. And uh, when I joined, my first uh, object, you know, the agenda was to work on a product. And that was the first product that Paytm was actually, uh, 197 was actually working upon. Yeah. We started off, we were building three, four. Uh, <coughs> and uh, Vijay used to say that let's try and do 10 products one of them will succeed and that one of them was Paytm. <laughs>
0: nice. and, and, but Paytm came in much earlier as a yeah. concept.
1: Paytm concept came in 2010, early yeah. 2010 and it was purely about uh, uh, mobile payment gateway. So we wanted to be on mobile, we want to be mobile first. We said we'll not do anything on web now. We want to be on mobile but let's build a and we all uh, you know uh, we felt that uh, payment is a difficult thing to do on mobile and that's how you know we started with the payment gateway on mobile, but then we wanted to build use case on top of it. So with Recharge being the first use case you did. And from there, the whole Paytm customer interface journey started. Yeah. And that time also, you know, we wanted to re- make sure that we go mobile first, we do the web version first, but then when we move to the mobile, we don't have a wide team. We used to go outsource the team. You know, we I used to travel to Udupi, I remember, to get my work done on an app interface. So there's a company U2P which is great on iOS and other platforms. So I used to travel there, get my app built, get it back. So we started nice. there and uh, eventually then got more product people, got more design.
0: <coughs> so so when you when you when you talk about the inception of the concept of Paytm, what was what was the ideology like at that time, and and what is the kind of a culture or a uh, you know what's the vibe that goes on in a design team when you're not so sure of where you're heading in a larger capacity you just know you're trying to build something that's very very different plus it's uh, it's it doesn't exist so far at least in india right was uh, how do you get people to adopt a platform like this uh what was what was going on in the team at that time
1: It's not just purely design. If you look at how you get more people, it's purely not design, right? It's marketing at the same time. So it's a combination of all these different aspects of the product. Sure. Sure. Product design is a good engineering, it's a good marketing, and a good customer experience. But in terms of purely design, if I talk about it, I think, like you said, we were the first ones to do something like that. And uh, we're trying to figure out our object is very clear. We said we'll make it simple and fast for the consumer. I said, can I make my recharge as fast as possible? as fast as would mean within a few seconds normally we would go to a shop that time get a scratch card get that code put on a phone number call that number get a verification okay now your recharge has happened how fast can you do this process it was yeah. all about making that particular experience for the customer seamless and yeah. and to be honest about it if it was not for a great engineering was if it was not for a great inter- you know uh, what would you say, a great, uh, uh, you know, uh,
0: uh customer experience?
1: No, no, the technology, you know, in terms of uh, getting the right APIs from the operators as well. So it it was for those people, then the design would have not played any role. I could have a great design in front of you, but it does not function, it has not served its purpose, right? Sure. sure. Having the right partners, having the right technology in place is the first milestone for you to say, okay, now I can build something on top of this app. Which can yeah. actually, the recharge is happening really fast. Now it is about ornamental telling people, oh, man, this has just happened. Yeah. The first the functionality part of it, right? And at yeah. that time, the base is to keep it simple.
0: Sure. Put one,
1: one form field, enter the button, and go. It's like a Google thing, right? Yeah. That time my inspiration would have been Google. Google said, "Yeah, Ek field. Enter, karo, such results are right. You know, we would have thought that time also. I'm sure we did that same thought that time. Yeah, yeah. One field. So, so when you look at like that time, when you dive to present day today, uh, and
0: you look back, right? There's a there's a massive element of trust that rides on the product design in a product like Paytm, right? Is there something that you'll specifically do or think about? Uh, whether in your systems or your processes, that you can instill trust in the user's mind through your designer experience?
1: Definitely. See, a lot of things we have now built over the time, obviously, I, I won't be able to take you through a journey, but sure. look at medium design now also, you will see that we are kind of very verbose in what we write. We tend to be very simple in our uh, communication. Absolutely. Put everything in front of you. A lot of designers would say copy ho, log, karte ho. Yeah. Very in valid
0: that, point.
1: In reality, I have a lot of new customers who are coming into the platform. Correct.
0: First, first time users. users yeah
1: they, they don't know how these things work. Yeah. And number two, to instill trust in them, you need to really communicate out to them what is really going to happen to you. yeah Simple thing, you know, like when I'm making a payment on a PTM app if you type the amount on the top and sometimes you scroll to do something else. And then you press the pay button. You will see in the pay button, I would have written pay 200 rupees. Mm. It's kind of a double assurance that you know it is still saying the same amount. Otherwise, people sure, sure. go back and check, you know, what was the amount? Is it the same amount which is getting deleted or not? Is yeah, it something you okay. added to it? So we try to bring in those smaller details to our design process, which helps instill trust in the consumer. Yeah. So smaller things, smaller details like those be transparent to the customer that what is really going to happen to you yeah what am i really charging you for if this is the step then what is the next step going to be i'm putting you in an awareness mode yeah sometimes people can just jump through things and suddenly realize oh yeah i've done something wrong Correct. Right. Or so, know right. why sometimes you would have felt that uh there was this case when i uh, when we made this change that uh when you're making a payment to someone uh, for the first time you get this alert which tells you that, you know, you're making this payment to this person. Are you sure that this is the the payment to him? It is not needed otherwise. uh, You know, a user... You want want the
0: user to be doubly sure of everything.
1: So we tend to have these, you know, smaller details added to the workflow, which might add a little bit of time or a step to the customer's journey. But end of the day, the customer gets a lot of trust from it. And that's when it comes up to you.
0: Is this very specifically designed keeping say the Indian audience or the tier two, tier three cities in mind.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. If it was for any Western country, I wouldn't have such a massive elaborate.
0: Community. Yeah.
1: yeah. Much more simpler. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think that's what's driving the adoption much faster because one can trust the application to not uh, siphon off anything or, you know, uh, misrepresent and mislead. And I think that's massively important in, in a demographic like India.
1: Absolutely. Even for a you rupee, know, people will come back to say, I mean, for us, it might not look like a huge amount, but for the sure. majority of Indian customers, that's a huge amount, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. To be sure of what we communicate to the user at what point in time.
0: Yeah. So, so if, if you were to now look back at this journey, what are some of the biggest challenges that you overcame? Uh, I know it's it, it could go into uh, multiples of them, but you know if if a couple of them come to your mind, uh, whether they are challenges of the ecosystem, whether they're challenges of how you use design to overcome, you know, something massive, is there something that
1: rises to the surface? I think the biggest thing that uh, the biggest challenge even today for us is that the way we have grown and the way we are growing, the way we have added number of applications to our interface. You know, becoming that super app that we we are and if we want to be in the future as well. Uh, that journey has uh, pushed the design to very different limits altogether. You know, from being a very simple interface of getting a result done on your phone, now if you look at it, there's like sixty or hundred odd you know uh, use cases that are there on Paytm. So it's an ever growing challenge for us, and it's it's a never ending process. It's never I could never rest one day and say, oh, my design is over now. That. We've reached where we had to. Now it's done. It's, that doesn't happen. That is never going to happen to us. The way yeah. we are, the way we are programmed, the way we are. Is that how the team's
0: wired to even absorb everything new that's happening around?
1: Absolutely. I and mean, that's eventually the you know the newcomer gets accustomed to it. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. <laughs>
0: so
1: be honest about it, uh, the number of designers also who work on a specific project. Uh, they also get to experience different different verticals in their in their life cycle. Sure. I tend to you know cycle my designers to work on different different uh, products at the same time. So they get the experience of you know what is PTM all about? Otherwise, if you're working on a specific product in your line, then they're systematically working on one thing. It's like a factory in that case. Yeah. Yeah. We've been a bespoke to some extent, but now we're getting into a little bit more organized structure now.
0: Is this, is this slightly contrary or the contrarian to the laws of how businesses need to be governed in terms of how focused your approaches need to be Uh, or is it that ptm's one large infrastructure and individual teams are now focused on you know used cases as you're saying
1: yes that's how it is actually programmed now that we are focused on a specific specific vertical and there are specific teams which work on specific projects not like random that nature like i said the designer gets to have an opportunity of working on different products End of the day, I'll tell you one thing. A designer can work on a specific product for a certain number of releases, right? Sure. And he will not give you that output which you want because he would have got very bored and monotonous in the same thoughts. For him to then break free from that, he needs a break. He needs to go out, he needs thing. But even then, when he comes back, he already has a preset mind, preset notion of how things have worked. So he yeah. needs to also evolve. So by giving an opportunity to work on something new, he gets to break from what he was doing and when you know a lot of time what has happened when they're working on something new, they actually come back and say, yeah, usko aise kar you know, you could have fixed it like that. You can come up with something like that now there. Yeah. So it's, it's a great experience for the team as well.
0: Yeah. Is there, uh, is there any sort of a journey that maybe you could take uh, us through on how, the, how a new idea or a concept sees fruition of the day or, or light of the day? Uh, you know, and and what's that typical process within Paytm like? Because this would be one of those organizations that has actually implemented things in such a s- short span of time, and, and and maybe the maybe its own app store could be one of those examples.
1: Uh, yeah, app store is one thing which we launched, yes. But uh, I think uh, there was a time when demutualization happened, and after that, wow! Well, I was going to touch upon that. I'm glad you bring that up. <laughs> There was this time <laughs> when demodels happened and uh, we kind of rolled out a product line uh, for the merchants almost like overnight. Wow. Okay. I would say like probably 26 hours, I would say. It was out. It was the accept payment thing which we have. The merchant can accept payment on their phone using different, 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 different uh, payment methods. Yeah. It got You know, it got uh, checked out a little later because of some regulatory issues. Then we came back with it a little later. But we kind of launched that within like 36 hours.
0: So what's that process? What's that 38 hour team or sprint like? It's
1: a huddle process. Eh? You just huddle together. You just get into the room. Guys, let's just work on it. And uh, the great thing is that we have a lot of people who have been in this for a long time. Right. Understand each other really well. It's the chemistry level yeah. that works. They know that they have to do How fast can I get things done that way? And when we are very focused, like you said, you know, if you focus on one thing, you can get it done. It's, it's just that how it's work. And we were not into that process that time here. It was not related to the process at all. It's about getting things done and out there. That's what it's right. always been about. You know, we've never been about, oh, you know, after a month I'll tell you if the UX is ready or not. Sure. So, dude, I need to get it done now.
0: How do you how do you instill that culture? Because it doesn't happen overnight. It's a. It takes a lot of time to imbibe that sort of a culture and to get things rolling. How do you really do that?
1: You tell me if you're excited about something, or you just run and get it. Right. We, we build this feeling of excitement into, the, into my team, you know, that guys, we need to do this really fast. We need to get this done. You need to feel it like it's your own product, right? That sense of ownership in, in the design team also is important, right? Absolutely. That, see, the one thing is that they want to do it. Other thing is, they know if they do this, it's going to be used by hundreds of millions of users, right? Right. That, that's a huge statement, right? That's a huge statement. And for them, it's like a portfolio building, right? So, sure. if, I, if I tell you, dude, join me today, but tomorrow you have to release this. And this is going to go to 100 million users. And your name will be on it, like, I made this. So that sense of ownership, plus the sense of, you know, giving them the acknowledgement that you've done this. It's yeah. a reward as well with it, you know? So it's not it's not a physical reward, right? It's something which you feel that, you know, I gotta do this, man, I gotta get this done and over with. That's how we work. That's how the whole see, it's all about speed and agility in Paytm. We wanna get sure. things we get it done. We don't wait for things to happen. Yeah, abye hoga, no. So
0: That's which not, means the, the approval processes, the iterations, the feedback, they're all instantaneous. They're all on the go.
1: Yeah, yeah. We get into a room and get it done. I mean, even if it's approved for Vijay, we'll just call him and say, Vijay, we we'll do get this approval done. We'll say come into my zoom right now. We can to Zoom. I would have done meetings at two o'clock in the night also. Is that is that not
0: overwhelming from a creativity standpoint? Do you not face a, a creativity block get, at, at certain it's, times?
1: At other time don't get burned out with it.
0: So how do you manage that? How do you realize that either the team or you individually, because I'm going to come to that for sure? How do you realize that have you gotten burned out
1: or no? I do. I do have that and uh, I know when I'm not churning out something that I should be churning out to that quality. It's So we tend to say, can you rate my uh, design from 1 to 10? And I have to rate my design first of all. If I rate my design as somewhere close to 5, I say I've not done it. And really, can I put more effort say, can I take it to 8? If I can't take it from 5 to 8, that means I'm burned out. I mean, I can't deliver something more to you right now. I need to step back. Think about it. Go back again, and this is what Vijay also does with us. You know, he will he will actually review with us. He he Vijay is like a great design critique. He will sit with us on all design reviews. So he will see the product and say, "I'm going I to rate you two on this," and I'm going to be like, "Damn," He said. Have you made this? Are you sure you made this? And like, yeah. I said, no, no, no. You go back. You go back and you come back to me like after five days or seven days. You to know, come back, so you know that you've burned out
0: but so do you do you take those those breaks from work or is it just working on something very different
1: so, so there's no there's not like a physical break that i will, I will take i will not go and see I'm, I'm going to the mountains for 10 days i'll come back no right it's about i'll i'll deviate my mind from that particular thought for a while move on to something else read a book take a short nap go for a run go for a walk refresh my brain talk it's to, still
0: momentary it's still a few hours
1: a few hours and I'll, uh, what the best thing that i do actually at that point i actually go to the market and I see people in action. I see, I actually have a lot of phone recordings of these uh, moments that I have. I'll go to the shop and I'll see people uh, you know paying with PTM, or I'll go to a shopkeeper, stand next to him, and I'll say, Koi problem ne se, ne ne ro. And I'll see people paying him, and I'll ask him questions about you know what's wrong with it, why you're not able to do this. I won't tell him that I'm from BTM that way. But I'll you know, still conversion, get a payment, jaati hai, hota? and I'll try to gauge, just to have a very casual conversation, trying to understand what are we trying to do. This thing that I'm trying to make, is it Are really? people
0: understanding the fundamental of the product as well?
1: So, one thing is doing a research out of it, you know, that yeah. a research that you go to a shop, do all that. One is a very casual, gorilla kind of a thing, you know, you gorilla research, and you just try to listen to them. Is
0: right. that also part of the culture that everyone
1: does? Yeah, so I've kind of put uh, this as a mandate in my design team. <laughs> That all of you have to go and send video recordings to see this is the good thing with the you know the zoom calls and the digital thing I, this whole setup now that i can ask them send me the videos now <laughs> sure, sure.
0: it's not it's not considered intrusive anymore
1: so i said send me the videos. so they'll uh, go they'll talk to people they send me their video recordings you won't believe i have caught so many and people have actually made presentations out of it so the new guys who actually joined my team they actually made a presentation and <laughs> said, give me a presentation. I said, I don't want a presentation. I said, what felt. And then they would actually write great about, you know, what the experience was and what's gone wrong and, you know, what is really happening. And the best thing I said, I don't want to hear anything positive. I said, tell me what's going wrong. Critique it. So that, that's kind of becoming the culture now more evidently. you know, it's become, they, are, they are trying to understand that this is why I get them to go to the market. Why I make them realize if you're making it for someone, you go and talk to those someone also what a what a
0: interesting analogy right you when you want to break away you actually go out and immerse yourself into a gorilla research activity because everyone around is actually a customer in some way or the other yeah. And people would have PTM on their phones
1: everyone especially people who don't have I actually ask them why did you remove it what's wrong with it what happened what was wrong what, what specific thing that happened to you right see normally in the research you will not know, that what environment, what circumstances the customer was in when something happened to him. Sure. Because you are in a specific mode of time, the customer or the, the guy who you're researching also knows that there's something going on. But out there in the market, people are like very random. You know, they are like, "Yahar, I was doing this, so I was payment. I it. It could have been anything. Anybody's fault at that point in time. But you it might, a, might not just have to do with design, as a matter of fact. Not specifically design. But maybe you can solve that problem with the design. Sure. So there have been cases where we have solved things with design like that, and wow. I think Soundbox is one of the great examples of uh, a product like that, which has come out of a great customer insight. Right? They need to know the updates right away. And they can't yeah. wait for the message to come, or they can't check the phone all the time. Correct. Correct. And Soundbox became a great product because of that. I think this is one of the. I would say Soundbox is better than a payment app in that case. It's solid so, so need, much need, right?
0: It is, it is. And, and I see that in so many places because when I go and pay via Paytm, uh, first of all, the, the inherent subconscious branding yeah. that, the, that the voice has, I think it instills a certain level of trust in you saying, OK, I have paid, you have received, the transaction is complete. And it keeps happening. Even while you're there, you're not paying with with Paytm, but, but Soundbox is going on. So but you've got it right, right? So subconsciously, like, are say P T M C paykar So it's it's phenomenal that way. You're right. Yeah.
1: So right. I think, like I said, it's, I think it's it's if for me that's a great design product than P T M app itself.
0: Right. Right. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna uh, zoom out a little and and get your perspective on the the fintech industry in India has evolved. Right, It's bounced so much and it's evolved to an extent that now things happen much faster. I think early 2000, between 10 to 15, India was still getting a hang of online payments in some way. Uh, what is your take on how the evolution has been and where, it, where is it heading today?
1: See, I think uh, FinTech has grown exponentially over the last probably five years, I would say. As sure. for the Previous ten years to that. Correct. Right. One is that because the digital ecosystems that came into picture. Now you would, and I think a lot of uh, not only about apps and a lot about you know the uh, the financial things that we do, but also how government has also done a lot right. of things at the same time, and people are bound to use the services. Right. It's a, it's a push towards digital is what I would felt has actually helped fintech also move. Faster in that sense, and fintech is something which you know each one of us is related to somehow. Correct, correct. That that industry by itself has grown, and given the fact that how digital has grown, I think it's bound to grow much more bigger than uh, you know what it is right now in the near future. When more people, eighty percent or more consumers will now get online, right, and they are not, still not using twenty percent of their abilities to uh, you know or the services which are there right now. Right. Which, I know when this tier two, tier three, more people get into these services on digital platform. Uh, They're definitely going to make uh, financial services grow bigger than that. You know, that's that's how also we position ourselves. You know, we are a financial service. In our and that's in a way kind of a growth strategy for us as well. You know, that's how we've grown in the past. We've given customers an opportunity to do everything on the app itself, on the Paytm app itself. And being a financial app, we are actually giving you everything financial on it. So you don't have to really... Uh, so I think both ways in terms of being able to do services on digital platform at the same time having a great experience on digital platforms and easier ways of doing it
0: right
1: that has really helped us uh, or is really going to help the you know the financial services also grow right in past days you would have remember going to a or calling a motor insurance guy and getting your car insured i'm sure people still do that but Now I would say a lot of people actually jump onto online platforms, Zargi, Motorazina, Kudikand. Correct. So that that movement has already started happening. Sure. And I would say I think probably started from how stocks and mutual funds started, right? Yeah. And then people started investing online. And now it has become a great platform. You know, simple apps which have become so big just because of stocks. Right. So actually, a lot of these financial smaller, smaller services like lending, credit cards, all these services are now getting digital, right? That way being on the app itself for the customer, that they're giving them an opportunity to grow, right? Uh, opportunity to, uh, to, uh, to experience this services on the digital right. itself. Right. Yeah, in a better way than what, what was earlier there.
0: Right. So when when someone, uh, when the ecosystem opens up, uh, I am not going to talk about how competitive is Paytm with regards to other platforms. But when a player like uh, like a Google Pay enters the market, Does that in some way overwhelm you in terms of what they could do with their interfaces? Are they going to capture, say, uh, a larger part of Metro's and Tier 1's? Or or do you just keep your head down and continue to do what you're doing?
1: No, I don't don't think I I get overwhelmed by that. I think we continue to do what we are doing in one way. At the same time, I do feel uh, bringing competition brings out the best of you sure, sure. You, you tend to uh, get more creative with your uh, existing approach plus also it helps you evolve right you tend to do better you tend to learn more and you know get more insights about how customers are now using other services as well and then you tend to uh, improve upon yourself so i think it's not about getting uh, afraid of them you know that something's come what is going to happen to me or should i do this should i do that no i don't think we've ever done that we actually kind of stay focused on what we were doing we're just trying to invent more better I think we just because we get more learning now from the customer, and because the competition is there, and it, it's a healthy competition that way. I mean, but sure. I think uh, you know, customer is uh, Indian customer specifically. A lot of chunk of that customer is not loyal to you in which ways. You will never okay. find a customer have a scratch card today scratch card maan. That is okay. chunk of customer which is like that also. So yeah. uh, if you talk about a number game, then that's a very stupid game to talk about. Yeah,
0: no, that's which is why I'm saying that's not the idea to understand. So, so, uh, with, with so many payment gateways coming in, uh, obviously the, the share of the customer's mind is divided, right? Uh, does design have any role to play or is it pure tactically a marketing effort to, to continue to bombard them with, uh, with the messaging and communication and,
1: you know, Actually, design as a term, you know, uh, when we talk about it, it is very relevant to what we talk about as design. It's, it's very different from how customers use it, but otherwise. For customers, it's not in design, design, right? It's experience altogether about the Correct. overall totality of the service, right? He has a top of the, uh, you know, recall, and I started using Paytm. But then if he had a bad experience ever, he's going to think twice and say, should I come back to this or not? Even if someone's been vocal about
0: it. Or yeah.
1: effort. Yeah. But if he had a huge backlog of saying, uh remember yeah, the day once, experience uh, he, a history of you know, had great experience in PTM, he's gonna stick on to you. And he will say, Oh, I like this design more than I like the other design, also. Because sure. I'm kind of used to this design pattern which is there now. Yeah. yeah. And suddenly I see, okay, so a lot of people when they would have moved from one platform to other, they would felt, oh, you know, there used to be a button there, and I used to press this button, and I used to get this done very easily. Because he's done it so many times that he knows what it is. And because somebody else said, no, no, no. This new service comes, which is much better. Why don't you try it out? So, would try it out? But after a certain while, he'll say, yeah, I'm not getting comfortable with it. Comfort? correct. It's like, would you move to signal right now for WhatsApp, right? Yeah. yeah. It happened, right? A lot of people moved from WhatsApp to signal, but they came yeah. back to WhatsApp. Yeah. There there's something very different about WhatsApp, right? Correct. It was that behavior. It was that pattern which you've already built up in your mind. Sure. So that there was a the comfort with the app which was there with you in your mind. Right. There with it. You don't want to really learn something new at times. Right. So right. Cool that says, ah, ho, ho, there are people who will experiment and say, I have use Google, I have used PhonePay, I have used Paytm, I have used Paytm, I use used Paytm. Those are evolved users. Yaar. The number of users you will get is like, uh, very, compared to the huge chunk, is very small. But... In terms of design, the, coming back to your question about, you know, whether somebody gets, uh, is design has to play a uh, role to play here. I would definitely say yes to that. Because design has been done in such a way that it's ingrained in your mind that this is how it works. This is how yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. So anything new that I offer to you, you any say, this. This is how it's supposed to be. Sure. Because you've done it thousand and millions of times that you are not ready to change that pattern in your mind. Right. But if I did not have that design impact in your mind day one, if you would have felt right. wrong about it day one, you would have never jumped onto my site. Correct. I had that duration of experience which you had. Sure, sure. So definitely design has to play a role in it. But design is not, like I said, it's not how you see things, it's about how you yeah. experience, work, experience, it. Around the, experience around the app, right? It's how you navigate yeah. through the app, it's how you uh, you know make a certain payment work. You know, you have to press the scan button and make a payment. As simple as that, right? Yeah, I've been building a pattern where they use a hard press on the icon, app icon, and use a shortcut to open the scanner directly. I have yeah. never been able to do it in my life. I made it, but I can't use it. I made right. it knowing it's a very simple process that I hard press and I scan. Yeah, I've done yeah. it or not. Correct. but there are people who've written to me, and I felt that, hey, it's very easy. I just hard press, open the scanner button, and it's done. Like, correct. Okay, that's something that I never got used to. Correct.
0: Because
1: correct. those guys were, hey, adopters of that particular feature. That's why they had that pattern. They find it easier
0: to adapt to that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's about building a pattern in your mind, right? Design is about building a pattern in your mind so that you get comfortable with that pattern. No,
0: I, I I agree. I think design is a is a sum of the overall interface, the experience, and also. How you can visualize or empathize with the situation that the user may be in, which may be uh, a hundred different use cases, right? As you as you mentioned, whether which city is coming from early adopter of technology or not, a lot of those things. I think design is a mix of so many things, and uh, uh, and and keeping it relevant to the customer is is challenging. It's challenging and daunting as a task, especially for a product like yours, because you have so much to offer. I don't know how you get sleep at night, but, uh, <laughs> but yes, it's,
1: <laughs> you don't, I can show you my dark circles. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, uh, and this brings me to uh, a point where, uh, I want to understand what do you individually look at when you're hiring somebody as part of your design team? Is it, Is it technical skill sets? Is it some sort of a culture mix? What are are things that you look
1: out for? See, culture is definitely there. I mean, the person has to be able to, you know, I would definitely uh, evaluate him based on, you know, how he is. He as a person, uh, what kind of skill set is he? uh, What kind of mindset does he have? Will he fit into the, you know, uh, into the way we work or not? That's definitely there. But I do look at people who are, you know, good leaders. Can they take ownership or not? And can they engage with different stakeholders or not? They need to be obsessed with, uh, you know, uh, the fact that you know, one is what we're building for customers. Two, that we're actually building within a team. Are you a yeah. team or not? Are you? Can you really, uh, you know, talk to an engineer, talk to a designer, talk to a business guy or not? I really look for people. You know, I prefer people that way. I would say I prefer people who are who have these kind of abilities in them.
0: Like so that's the, a that's a that's a that's a challenging spot to be in, right? For for a creative designer or a design team. Uh, have those kind of soft skills
1: blended in? See, if they don't have it, then I'll give them an opportunity to learn. But mm-hmm. they have have some specific skill sets, which because of which I should hire them, right? Right. Great portfolio, but if you're not able to, uh, you know, defend your design, for example, then what is my point of having you there? I have some tomorrow's business guys say, "Yeah, this is, I, this is not a great design. Why have you done Sure, that? sure. Want me to be involved in all of your design uh, talks? Then. Uh, it's a kind of overload on me, right? Then you're not. Oh, sure. like you're not growing at the same time. I want my people to grow. I don't want them to be come and do a DTP job here. I'm not looking for DTP operators that way. Correct. If you're a product designer, you need to have these skills or you need to build these skills over time. Sure. What have it? You can definitely say I don't have the skills, but I want to build these skills. Or you have to have the intent of saying Yeah, this is something I want to do. Maybe I'm not done this. Maybe I did not get an opportunity early in my life. Right. My previous company did not give an opportunity to say that you can a leader. Yeah, ownership of corporate design key, right? Correct. Here I want to have, want these guys to have ownership of what they do. Even yeah. the youngest of my team members, so there are different verticals where the youngest of my team members less than a year into the company or less than into, into design are taking care of the product itself. Because they were sure. there, they said, we want to take ownership of this. We want to really make right. right. it. And right. There have been people who have uh, come you know from that kind of a uh, nature.
0: Right. So uh, uh one, one question before we kind of get into a more personal section of trying to understand who you are as a person. What is the next big step? And I'm, and I'm not asking you to reveal uh, business plans. What's the next big step typically, either for the sector or for PPM in its journey, because there's so much that's happening. What is it that you consider as a milestone that you think you'd like to achieve?
1: I think our uh, mindset kept on moving ahead. And I know, yeah. So kind of, uh, so I think right now we want to be like the biggest financial service, you know, inclusion. or you can say financial service, which is there. And I think our target has been uh, more about getting 500 uh, million customers onto the onto the platform, or say half a billion customers uh, into financial inclusion in India. That's our overall mission statement. You can go away. Uh, I think that's also about how we have evolved in the, as the ecosystem, you know, that's also how we have, it kind of, in a way, is a retention strategy for us as well, you know, sure, sure. from being a recharge and then we started adding more services, uh, you know, we started educating people on financial inclusion, then we got them more financial services, just so kind of, uh, you know, the direction is there. Uh, end of it's about ability to, you know, the map the customer needs and, you know, provide them good solutions is what I would say, but then right. more financial solutions
0: right 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 understood is uh and, and and this is one of those sections where we where we'll dive deeper into just a little bit of who you are as a person we call it beyond the grid so uh, have, is, are there some sort of products it could be applications or businesses that you individually look up to or you gain inspiration from uh
1: i do look at a lot of products and i would say that each of them not as a whole but as yeah we, I would say some aspect, aspect yes would be something which i really like you know uh, and they're they're are very different kind of uh, you know come from a different kind of sectors as well absolutely uh, yeah They could be you know people like airbnb's uh, product line mm-hmm. in terms of purely how what people would know about is the design what they do but what i'm talking about is the design system what they build. built so yeah. how will built build the whole design system about, you know, how they made the whole processes work within the company. I think that's one thing which I really look up to here. I think a lot of
0: companies outside India have documented their internal processes, which is why it's easier to gain inspiration. And Airbnb is very vocal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to be honest about it, we started this process. I you know, when I was chatting with you earlier, I told you about this new processes and new thing that you started. Yeah. them is about, uh, you know, opening up our design system and opening up our, our design philosophies to the world now. Well, wow. so it's of uh, building those uh, those platforms for the customer, for the consumers to read and So and similar to what you would read from Airbnb or Atlas and you know, other companies at the same time. So similar to that, we are working on those and uh, that's kind of uh, opportunity we got during the pandemic to say that, you know, let's start building this up at the same time. Yes. There's a lot of work that we've done in the past, a lot of, uh, you know, system which we've built. A lot of people actually come to me and talk about our icons itself, you know, the iconography which we have built over a period of time. And people, the moment you see icon of Paytm, you know, it's a Paytm icon. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, those kind of things that we've done in the past and uh, we're kind of opening up those platforms and those, op- we're kind of making it open source in a way. We're kind of working on those kind of things now
0: so i i love that thought i just love that thought
1: so uh yeah so we so we're working on that uh, and uh, one of my team members is uh, just focused on building that up actually very nice uh,
0: yeah. so airbnb airbnb is one of them is there any other and and i, and I was in some way hoping that airbnb would feature because design systems have a certain bit of a resignation because they're doing a bunch of things and how they manage their processes is uh is interesting
1: yeah so Airbnb is definitely there and uh, uh alipay is one of them which i really look up to and uh, i really keep digging into the app now i can't because of the, the apps blocked but yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously i've met all the designers from alipay and i met their uh, you know product guys as well it's so kind of got a lot of insights from them but uh the way those guys function, the way they have, you know, they the way they think, they think about the app it's
0: completely
1: know sure. how we've thought about it in the past. So, right. sites from there, I I usually gain. Uh, uh, I don't think I have gone much more to other apps, but yeah, I, mean, I do keep looking at WhatsApp in a way. <laughs> like <that. laughs> it's still relevant to me? It's right. It's nice still working that way. Uh, right. I really love the, the overall OS experiences of iOS. I always tell my team that when in doubt, uh, go native. That means uh, if you don't know what you're building, if you don't know how to solve this, always look for inspiration from the basic OS because that's, that's the first experience that a customer has with the device, right? Yeah. If, you, if, in, if you talk about Indian context, right? If you look at any new customer who's buying a phone for the first time in his life, the first interface, the first interaction with the software is the OS that he gets. Yeah. So That pattern is built in his mind. So I say, always tell them, I said, if you don't know what you're doing,
0: how do they start the phone? What do they start doing from there? How do they enter the details? Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense.
1: So I always tell them, I said, you know, when you when in doubt, look at the OS, see how they've done things and try and, you know, make it that simple.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If a customer who's in a town, a smaller town, can't read English, open a phone, install his phone, make a phone call, do voice messages, do, you know, text messages and all that, that means he's able to do everything that is there on the phone, right? Yeah. I mean, can use app also. So make your yeah. app like that. Yeah. Make it like a default for him. Oh, you can so I know how to do this. I know. How yeah. To do this. Yeah. Something like that. Make it work like that. So. OS is obviously one of the biggest inspiration. Very interesting.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Are you, are you a voracious reader? Do you read a lot? Do you listen to podcasts?
1: I do listen to podcasts, but I don't read at all. <laughs> I have,
0: I do you want to increase that habit of reading? Because I, sometimes people ask me, I, I don't read, but I don't want to increase.
1: No, I, I buy a lot of books, and what happens is I, I have a very short span of you know, uh, I can't really uh, put my focus onto a book for long. Correct, correct. After and I'll close it, and I next thing I know, I'll open it after a month or so.
0: Yeah,
1: I'll yeah. eventually read it, but I'm not. So that's why I don't read novels. I don't read any such books.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Inspirational book. I'll pick a, pick a book about design or something. Yeah, usually pick up a book about, you know, I've read few books which are uh, 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 biographies or something like that, but not about, uh, you know, not fiction books. About. So
0: any podcast or any audible uh, audio books or anything that stands out for you and you think these are a couple of places I've learned a lot from?
1: So the latest one is Naval Kishore's podcast this is what I really love, enjoy it. There are small snippets which he puts up so it yeah. works for me you know it's like three minutes to six months I can listen to two Is now. this Naval Kishore or Naval Ravikant? Oh, sorry, Naval Ravikant <laughs> Ravikant, yes yes, yes the, the founder of Angel yeah, yeah. so yeah. I really enjoy his podcast and uh, there are multiple you know a few more podcasts which I listen to right nice. it's very really random I'll even listen to Gita for that matter I'll listen to uh, robin Sharma, I'm uh, you know, Just trying, to you know, when I'm into that mood of breaking my mind away from work. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm trying to see the pattern and the zone, though. But it's, it's coming out uh, very consistent. <laughs> <laughs> the inspirations
1: and yeah, yeah, I, I listen to those kind of podcasts when I, you know, sometimes when I'm running, also I'll just listen to those. Even when I'm cycling, I listen to those kind of podcasts because they just keep you very. They don't put stress on your mind.
0: Right,
1: so it does not stress you out. Because I want to take a break that time. I want to stress my heart by trying to focus on what they're saying.
0: Right. right.
1: You can listen to it at the back of your mind. You can relax and you can say, oh, you know, this is a great thought. That's a great thought. Yeah. It moves you in a different direction altogether. It gives sure. More clarity in your mind. And then when you yeah. get back to work, you're able to focus more.
0: Right. Is there? Is there, and, and we're kind of tapering towards uh, the end of our conversation. And, and I love asking this question. Is there an advice that you would give to say the 18 or 21 year old you? Now that you look in hindsight and it could be a career advice. It could be a life advice. It could be absolutely anything.
1: You're saying 20 year old me.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I would have given myself any advice. I think what I've done is a is fantastic in, in its own way. It would not have happened otherwise. You know, otherwise I would have been a standard uh, engineer doing something. Maybe not creative, not too sure about that part, but yeah. So maybe the advice
0: to people out there is be able to take the choices that you feel you resonate with.
1: You know, you should do what you love. And uh, I kind of, like I said, you know, I kind of loved when I was starting using Photoshop, I loved what was happening there and kind of enjoying the process, you know. Right. This is what I should be doing. And uh, that's how I stepped into it. Right. I would say that stay where you are in terms of, uh, you know, what you want to achieve, be focused on what you want to do as long as you love it. If you're not really enjoying the what you're doing, then you're not going to be growing far, you know, then you're going to be deviating tomorrow and saying, it's like, when you're in school, what do you want to become? I'll become an engineer one day. You don't know that what engineer are you going to become? Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Okay, I want to be a great engineer, but what? Yeah. What do you do after you become an engineer? Sure. I have to love something to say, okay, I'm, going to, I'm aiming towards that now. Now right. for that, I need to become an engineer. Right. So discover what you love and then you find a direction of, you can take any path to reach to that, you know, that particular milestone, but right. figure out what you want to do first, right? You can say, I want to be a great product designer. Why? I mean, why do you want to become a great product designer? What do you want to do to become, a? you know, what do you want to do after you become a great product designer? You
0: just don't follow the path that's just laid out out there by so many people, figure your own niche and column.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you know, you will find the directions.
0: Yeah.
1: You will find the directions to that milestone, but you need to know what the milestone is. You need to know, you need to see yourself and say, okay, I want to do this. Okay, I'm going to be, you can have a random thought, anything in your mind, and uh, something which is unrealistic also. Yeah. You will find a way to reach there. I mean, I would have never thought that I would become a great designer. I kind of went through the process of, Figure out what I want to do. In our times, there used to be engineering, doctor, or MBA. Three things were engineering, right. and doctor, and MBA, CA, economics, lawyer. For me, I had none of those choices. I never wanted do any of those. And right. I put in engineering also. I never did anything which would have led me to a design decision in my life. Right. Yeah, never right. I never knew what design was for that matter in my school time, right? Right. It kind of happened that I I happened to be in that time when design was taking off. It happened that I was able to get good mentors who taught me great things. And it happened to be that I was curious enough to know how can I do something on mobile, which was not existent that time. Sure. I wanted to do things on mobile, and that's why I learned it. And that's when the direction by itself, you know, happened. So I kind of kind of learned through that way and you know figured out. Oh, by doing that direction, I'm able to reach to that milestone thing. I want to do something on great on mobile. I want to always have that feeling. Yaar, mobile should a movie kya? Matlab, you know, In childhood, I used to always think, I used to have a small uh, TV in the home, you know, that portable TV. it was like this big. Now I was thinking, can it ever come into my palm? I always used to think like that. And I knew it would come into my palm one day. And when I saw the mobile phone in my palm, I said, yeah, this is the future. And way back early in my career, I said, I want to build for this only. I want to design for this only. I don't want to build for that, you know, do engineering only, but I want to design for this because I fell in love with design that time. Right. And and automatically the path happened, you know, they just took me through that direction. And I ended up building for millions now, you know, that you can see that. (laughs) So you will discover it, but you need to know where you want. I mean, I would, like I said, if you really know where you want to go, you will eventually land there, but you need to know where you want to go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> so usually I
1: have a bunch of these uh,
0: questions that we, that I prepare to you know so that we're in flow we're in sync with the conversation I think today I didn't even have to look at my phone once to see uh, where are we heading because it just went so organically from one place to the other and we kept going from one experience to the other it was it was so casual uh, so uh, Rahul, firstly, thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of design and secondly making it so fun for everyone uh I think everyone who listens to this conversation is going to thoroughly enjoy
1: thanks thanks for having me over I hope you had a great time and i uh, hope you will meet in person and um absolutely on the beer that you over. yes yes it's it's due the next time' I'm, I'm in your city
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> you up for it definitely definitely Done. great great